Welcome to Leadership Matters, a podcast hosted by me, Steve Parker, a series that brings a fresh perspective to leadership, motivation, and how to succeed by talking to a diverse range of CEOs, business managers, and world-class talent. We also offer some personal tips to help you in your career. Each episode aims to provide a snapshot into the life and philosophy of some of Taiwan and the world's most successful leaders, and to find out more about why leadership matters. David, it's really great to have you here today. Thanks for uh, making the time for us. Oh, thanks, Steve. It's great to, great to reconnect. Great to be with you. You've had a fantastic career across a lot of different areas. I mean, you've done finance, you've done, uh, you've worked in the marine area. One of the things I think that's consistent in your career is that you've had to manage stakeholders across a very varied group, you know, from government to business to membership, all these kinds of things. I mean, Singapore is such an important area of the world. A lot of people look at Singapore. And so it's, it's quite high profile. And you're also dealing with varied stakeholders, CEOs of, who are running regional businesses. How do you deal with, one, the stress of that? But how do you deal with kind of managing those multiple stakeholders across such a wide area? It's a really good question. I think a lot of it's learning in, in the past. I've always been one of those individuals that have always, you know, having had a marketing degree um, as a background anyway, you kind of learn to map out your stakeholders and the important channels of how to best communicate business. And I think you can translate that to an individual as well. So, you know, from when I was a marketing executive, it was always a case of how do we increase the sales and the brand width of our of our products and services and who are the best people to talk to how do i how do i get there more quickly and what is it that they're looking for from my my company to help my company to grow so i've always sort of brought that mindset with me um, and as i've gone through my career to this point at the, the british chamber of commerce in singapore it's mapping that out so understanding what is it that government wants at a higher level and then what do the directors want within government and what are the touch points and the things that are really going to trigger them to allow to deliver their strategy from a business perspective really thinking about how we act as that super connector and understanding that stakeholder mapping to make sure that when you've got that contact time with somebody senior that's very time poor and needs to make you know quick decisions and need to get something sort of valuable out of you quite quickly and um, building that trust but also really understanding putting yourself in their shoes and having their lens is quite important and doing some of that thinking in the background to make sure that you're not wasting anybody's time. It's been a bit of a gem um, for me, which I've learned sort of quite quickly. And then the third piece is sort of internally um, having a bit more of that sort of EQ rather than the IQ, sort of understanding how, how people might be thinking and feeling and that you might catch people on a bad day, but that's okay. And actually just having a bit more of a warmer personality sometimes can has sometimes helped um, just to put people at ease and just to try, try and build that trust. So it's kind of a mixture of all of that. But I guess the strategic bit for how I've managed stakeholders has been sort of really mapping that out and understanding where where all those dots join up and how we make sure that we, we try and connect people in the best possible way across a, a pretty broad uh, network. I want to just kind of come back this EQ versus IQ thing. Personally, I think this is super important. Yeah. But this idea of EQ versus IQ is, I mean, can you train it? Can you teach it? Uh, or is it something that, you know, I mean, there's a Harvard study that basically says, you know, the single most important thing that leaders have is just likability, you know, and can you build EQ into people? 
I think that's a really challenging question. Um, I think you can to an element. I think some of it's built into your personality, but I think we all learn and we all develop throughout our careers, right? And we start to think about some of the things that are more important in terms of our values and what we're looking for. So I've always been an individual that's, I was never an A star or an A student at school. Um, I, I tended to sort of really enjoy meeting people and making a bit of a difference. And I think that's ingrained in my personal DNA. And from a leadership perspective and trying to be likable, I've always had amazing bosses in the past that have given me a chance. And I think I try and pay that forward by giving other people a chance. So I was never going to get the degree from Cambridge and come out with a first in, in something extremely technical. I was always going to be a bit more of a broader thinker and a bit more creative and, and try and use my personal skills in a slightly different way. And I, I think it's important to see that in other people too. So if someone doesn't necessarily have all the technical skills for your organization, actually, they've got the right personality and the right attitude. And they've got that, that sort of internal fire in them to actually let's go make a difference they tend to make brilliant brilliant team members because you can train the technical bit afterwards i had a brilliant brilliant boss in um in the wine and spirit sector um who i'm extremely grateful for and try and catch up with every time back in the uk to, to keep saying thank you actually because he gave me some really important ground rules around strategy and how you communicate well and you build that trust because you've got to look credible in terms of the ability to do your job is the first piece but also providing that understanding around the fact that people do think differently and what he really helped me to understand was just think about their lens and if you can pump up your energy in the way that they're thinking you make communication much more effective and, and make the team much more effective what you've kind of encapsulated is the kind of importance of this diversity in building teams do you actively go out to try and build a different team you know we all have people we like do you consciously try to make an effort to build a team that is not just mini use that's a great question. I always do a bit of a gap analysis on myself when we're looking at hiring a new role. So what is it that I add value to? And where can I sort of turbocharge the business through my natural skill set? But what are the bits that are missing from me? Um, I try and find those. Personally, I'm not a very detailed person. Some people just like the detail and they don't like creative thinking. So I do try and sort of spot those gaps and then just think about what, what actually is the outcome we're trying to go for. And being, when you're building a team as well and looking for those people that you think will add value in your organization, just be honest with them in terms of the journey that you're currently on, in terms of where you've come from, where you are now, where you want to get to, is always pretty good in terms of, certainly when you're hiring somebody, just to be completely transparent um, about what the journey is going to be for them. And they will quite quickly recognize whether they're, that's good for them or that's not good for them. If it's not good for them, it's not good for the business and it's not good for me and it's not good for the rest of the team. But if it is, um, then that works. So part of this is sort of working out where my gaps are and um, what the wider requirement for the business is and, and some of that personnel, that EQ bit in the middle that really galvanizes a great team. You know, you talk about very simply, you have to make your people understand the outcomes that you're looking for. As a leader, your job was to kind of bring this vision to the organization. How do you go about achieving alignment? That's been really difficult, but it's been really, really good fun at the same time. Peer reviewing activity has been brilliant because it's provided that safe space for the team to be able to go and drive that jet, but has also been putting in those sense checks in terms of, is this the right thing to do? So once we peer reviewed the strategy with the board and we developed our five core pillars around trade and doing business, around people, around diversity and inclusion, around education, around sustainability, the rest of the KPIs sort of fall off that, which then help the team to go and deliver against it. So um, that's sort of how we've done it, really. It's flown past. Um... Because I've really enjoyed kind of just the way you've set out these things. And I just wanted to kind of give it back to you. What I've heard from you today is like map out your stakeholders. 
be aware of who they are and be aware of their needs. They're going to be different needs, different stakeholders, but you've got to go through that whole process. Thinking through other people's shoes, the value of EQ, which can often be undervalued, but EQ over IQ, follow your own values. I heard that very strongly coming from you. As part of your job, you've got to enjoy your job. Enjoy meeting people. Enjoy the process of your job. Don't make it a chore. Give people a chance to learn. Give people a chance to grow. The attitude that you told me being more important than the skill sometimes. If someone has a good attitude, you can learn skills. And you as a leader, this was really interesting. You talked about understand your own gaps. And I think that is something that we as leaders need to really focus on. What are our gaps? And then build a team that doesn't reflect us, but enhances us. And then it comes to this kind of goal setting and vision. Understand the outcomes that you're looking for. Very, very simple, but that informs your vision, it informs your KPIs, it informs your, your goal setting. And the final thing I heard you say, and getting alignment, using all of these things that you've shared, most important thing then is to have alignment in your organization and externally. Yeah, if there are a couple of other things that I sort of throw in there that I maybe I've not mentioned is creating a, a safe space for staff, I think is really, really important. And I think the other thing is sort of highlighted it a little bit around understanding people, but caring about people is quite important to me. Yeah, I think you've played that back pretty well. Do all of this, but make it a safe space where people are willing and happy to learn from the mistakes. David Kelly, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, uh, and even more of a pleasure today when I get a chance to... Uh, siphon off your wisdom uh, on how to run teams thank you very much for your time today thanks so much Steve great to see you thanks so much for the time you can listen to this podcast live on the fourth Monday of every month on ICRT and after that on the ICRT website Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts just search for Leadership Matters by Stephen Parker you can also check out my social media I'm on Facebook Twitter LinkedIn and Instagram look for my tagline Leader Matters We'll see you next time.